Did I get the number right? <laughs> Pretty I sure idea. I did. Yeah, I think so. I have no idea. So uh, that's Rob Elba. That's Barry Stock. And this week we're talking about a record I picked out. I think I picked this one out. Yeah, yes, I did. You did. Did and uh, it's very. Um, of all the records we've done, there, I don't know that I could categorize any of the other records as explicitly as like this is a work of art. But I'm gonna call this one and say this the metal box or metal box, not the metal box. Right. Is just frankly so unusual that it falls into a sort of its own category. It and does. And extremely influential when it came out. It, and it, so explain Metalbox, it's PIL, uh, a public image limited. Uh, John Lydon, uh, after the, uh, the, sex, uh, the Sex Pistols basically were together for <laughs> a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. For a minute. They a year broke and a half up or something like that. In 1978. Yeah. And uh, he yeah. formed PIL, a public Maybe image limited. Yeah. And uh, this record came out in 1979. Yeah. And it, it wasn't, I don't even know, originally it wasn't, technically it wasn't even called Metal Box, but ex- explain why it's called Metal Box. Or what, well, because the original it, was a, it was, it was, the packaging was a, a, in a tin, a, a, a shiny tin with the PIL logo stamped on the cover, and it contained three 12-inch singles, is that right? Three, uh, yes, because they're 12? side one through six. Side yes. one through six, and um, it was played at 45, so the packaging was unusual, and the sound of the record was unusual. It was no- notorious. People would put it on and crank it up, and they would blow their speakers because <laughs> it's um, it has a dub. It's, it, it, it's informed very heavily by um, dub music, Especially in the rhythm, uh, Ja Wobble, the bass player, is playing this ovation bass through and through like a big ampeg stack, and it's it's extremely bottom heavy. Yeah. So uh, a total this this whole this whole project PAL was a total about face uh, t- from the Sex Pistols, uh, which is which is great. Which I've always given uh, John Lydon so much credit for because um, the Sex Pistols when they broke up. Uh, um, Steve Jones and Paul Cook went right into this other band for a while called the, the professionals? Uh, professionals. And if you see, if you see a band called there's a there's a great cult movie called Ladies and Gentlemen, uh, 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 the Fabulous Stains. We're presenting the Fabulous Stains. <laughs> Ladies okay. and Gentlemen, the Fabulous Stains. Sounds familiar. Yeah. There's a uh, a band like a punk band in the movie called the Looters, and it's the professionals, <laughs> but they call them the Looters in right. the movie. And they sounded basically like the Suspects. Sure. With a different singer. And Steve Jones was a you know, he was a rock and roll guitar player. He was a player. rock and roll guy. Yeah, rock and roll and guitar actually, player. Paul yeah. Cook was a rock drummer. drummer. Great, great, great rock I mean, drummer. Both great. Um, and they, they didn't have the. John Lydon was a Krautrock fan. Yeah, uh, and that's the other. Uh, you you yeah. hear dubbing this, and you hear a lot of Krautrock. Which explain to our listeners what. <laughs> uh, early seventies <laughs> in Germany, Eastern, and in, also in Eastern Europe, there was this uh, movement. These guys were listening to, they listened to a lot of avant-garde classical music, and they'd also listen to the Velvet Underground. Right, And right. so they put together, there were these uh, bands, like the band like Can. Can and New were the, uh, yeah, were the big band. Noi. It's Noi. It's got to be Noi. Come on. Yeah, we're going to skip German <laughs> either credits. Can we're going to Noi. Also, uh, uh, um, um, 
a band called, uh, oh man, come on, Archangel Thunderbird. They did a song that where Leiden basically picks up his um, his vocal styling from this song Arch- Archangel Thunderbird by really? I'm on Duel. I'm I've on never Duel. Heard of them. That's yeah, an awesome I, band I'll, name. I'll put a bump. <laughs> I, I'm on Duel. Well, there's a I'm on Duel was this sort of German collective. And they um, had there was a couple of different versions, but this uh, um, one version um, put out an album called uh, "My Brain." Sorry, people. Very, yeah, we're gonna have to get a lot of these. I know. I'm gonna have to write this shit down. I know. Dementia totally yeah, but, comes in. are gonna be useless. It's okay. Yeah. yeah I'll think. <laughs> I'll think of it in a minute, and I'll pop out with it. But uh, Archangel Thunderbird is on, and there's a woman that sings on it, and her vocal styling, you go. You listen to it and you go, oh, Leiden heard that and was like, oh, I'm just right, gonna, I'm right. gonna sing like that, especially with PIL. Right. Um, but he took, yeah. So he took all these other things that yeah. he liked and he found interesting, right, right. and he made it into this, and and he just sort of, um, and and he and he got these new players, which right. um, uh, Jaw Wobble, of course, we mentioned, unbelievable right. bass player, but not, not a classically trained bass player. No. Uh, definitely. Just, but a very solid, like he will play. He plays these dub grooves. And he gets in the groove. Right. And he does right. not. It's hip, extremely hypnotic. Right. It's it, hypnotic, and that's another big thing. That's a big thing about the uh, the krautrock. Uh, the, what's the drum beat is called? Motorik, right? Motorik. Yeah. Motorik, and that's that sort of trance-like, very driving uh, beat that sort of goes on, and then it's got like a very, like Barry said, very trance-like. Okay, I dug it up. I went and looked on my. I cheated. Got up and went and looked on. <laughs> The, the album is called Yeti, like the like the, uh, the abominable snowman. Oh, okay, nice. So, nice. Uh, uh, and the uh, the song when you hear it, you're gonna go. I'm gonna so I'll stick a I'll stick a little blip of it in here. Yes. And um, so and the drumming for the the drumming for Metal Box was three guy three guy basically three guys. Right. Uh, Richard uh, Dudansky. Yep. Was did the most of the drumming on it. But also uh, David Humphrey played drums and Martin Atkins, who went on right. to play for Ministry and Killing Joke yeah, and Nine Inch right. Nails, and he was stayed. He was actually in the band for yeah. a while afterwards. Right through '85, I think he okay. stayed in the band. And a monster drum, but all the drummers are, are great, it's great monster drummers. And um, although I think Keith Levine plays drums on, he did drums for the the last thing, the, the last radio track. four, yeah, because right. it's all him. He does <laughs> it's everything. All him. And uh, Keith Levine, of course, is the guitar player. And he was in the Clash. Originally. He was originally in the Clash. Co-wrote. What's my name? Yeah, right. What's my name? Right. And uh, did you know he was also uh, he formed the Slits. Really? Yes, which Did not makes know that. sense when you think about the of slits, course. how they are. They definitely have a lot of dub. reggae dub influence. Yeah, sure. And he, yeah, he was originally with the, I can't think of the girl's name in the slits. But, Are you up? Uh, not, not her, the no, other girl. Uh, yeah, all right, we'll dig up. Vivian something. Okay. Vivian, and uh, they, they live together and they form the slits. And he's, okay. and he's still bitter. I read an interview, a recent interview, and he's bitter to this day that he never gets mentioned as being one of the uh, form yeah. people that form Keith the is a, he's a character. He's a uh, character. But... <laughs> He, he invented a style of rock guitar playing. Yes. That's pretty much, you can go, you can trace. A, the a, uh, Edge a, from YouTube <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, also. Echo and the Bunnymen, I mean, Bauhaus. Right. You know a lot of these people. Listen the to band Pylon from Athens. Oh, those, yeah, yeah. Those. Any, and he played, now he was one of the first guys to play um Metallic guitars, yeah, guitars that are actually, right. not not heavy metal guitars, guitars that are actually made, made of metal, out of and metal. it's got a really sharp t- 
tone. Shrill, like a shrill yeah. tone. And, and he um, um he um was the his playing perfectly I mean the the, the trick with this album is that it it it's it's not rock and roll. Oh God, no, it's not. And I and I will be totally honest. I remember seeing this when it came out. It was an import and the metal box. Yeah. And I bought it because I knew yeah. John Lydon. Oh, that's the Sex Pistols guy. Yeah. I had to be like 16 years old. Sure. And uh, it was expensive too. I heard. Oh yeah, I'm sure. 30 it was. bucks. But I but imports. I, I, I back in the day, that's where I bought a lot of right. imports because that's sure. how you got the good records were always sure. usually imports. So I bought it and I had heard the, from the first album. Public Image, the song Public Image, which was more, it, it, you could hear closer to it's a rock what the song. Sex Pistols did, more of a it rock is, song. It's a rock song with a really, really, we, I, we, we've talked about the song before, a really great guitar hook. That, that has been, yeah, stolen that, and used. And, yeah. Been, yeah, everybody that hears it steals it and uses it in something. Right, right. So yeah, when I, I when I got this home and listened to it, I did not know I didn't know what <laughs> to make of it. It's an intimidating record. It was too intimidating for me. I didn't really dig it. I yeah. didn't like it. And then um, I probably ended up trading selling it, in. it or yeah. trading because I used to resell. But then later on in the '90s, I revisited uh, PIL, and then I was listening to second. Edition. Edition, which is basically metal box. Yeah. I didn't realize that when they re because obviously when they re released they weren't gonna keep making this no, ridiculous metal. Not in box. America. Especially so for the American if you audience. Guys, if you're looking for it now, if you want to look for a stream and you see second, second edition, edition, it's metal. Same box. album. Just yeah. a little different order. Yeah, the order at the end is a different and it doesn't right. it does not drastically affect your experience to hear it in the no. order of second edition. So when so when I revisited it, I said, Oh my god, yeah, this is great. And now, like recently in the past couple of years, when I revisit again, then now yeah, I'm like right. I feel like I'm, yeah. I'm I'm more sophisticated. Yeah. I could appreciate right. how great this record is. And, and, and it's really I I read years ago, I wish I knew who said it because it's a great quote that PIL because do you remember when you first heard about punk? You you like read about it first sure. before you even heard. It. I actually read... saw it on TV. I saw there was an ABC special on, and I was stay, I was visiting my dad in Illinois in the summer. We were at somebody's house, and they had the TV on. Maybe my uncle Jocko's house. I had an uncle Jocko, and um, <laughs> this it was this ABC Nightline thing or something, and they had a special like about punk, punk rock coming, and, and they and played like, yeah. "Stab Your Back" by the Damned, and I remember oh, being wow. like, "Oh, stab your back!" And it was really intense and weird, right? But I remember it sounding scary, and yeah. and then when I finally heard punk, like when I heard uh, "Never Mind the Box," it just sounded like great it's rock, and rock and roll. It sounded maybe sure. angry or whatever. Yeah, not not as many guitar solos. But someone said "Pil" is what you imagine yeah. punk actually it's, sounded it's like. Actually, because a lot of dangerous. it's like scary sounding. It is. It's dark. Uh, it's extremely dark. Yeah. dark, off-putting. And, um, Subterranean is a word I saw used for it, which makes a lot of sense. It it's um, it's gray. The out the the music has a gray feeling, which matches both the metallic color of the <laughs> original packaging and right. also second edition, the double album when it came out, which is how I first heard it. Right. Well, how I bought it the first time was uh, uh, second edition. And it's gray and fuzzy and um, very different than anything they did before or after or anybody else did. Like, it stand, yeah, it definitely stands on its own. It's like it's a just Kubrick like this, movie. Yeah, it's like it gets better with age and, and people reassess it because I think at the time it was just people were somewhat mystified by it. 
it was just uh, this thing that you couldn't. Uh, I mean, I'm going to use a, uh, a comparison to the Trout Mask Replica by Captain Beefar, which is a very intimidating record when you first approach it. Okay. Because it's, it's dissonant and it seems like these guys are just. just Playing whatever, right? And which uh, some of it is, I guess they, no. they said. Well, they said some of it was sort of like uh, like a groove. They'd get a groove in the studio. Oh, oh no. pil. I'm talking about pil. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, pil definitely. No, I don't they, know. They, they talk about some of this stuff being first takes. I right, think that right. Albatross. They talked about it being a first take, and they're yes. just screwing yeah. around. But they had played together for a while. Uh, they made that first album, uh, uh, first issue, right? Uh, which has some dub things on it too, right? But and it's post punk. I mean, that's what John Lydon pivoted directly from punk to post punk. Immediately. Immediately he became, he said, yeah. that's it. I'm bored with punk. Yeah. I'm bored. And that's why he, he, he's well, a Well, so much of his life is a gigantic fuck you. It is. And there's a great video. Everyone should lo- look on YouTube and search uh, P- PIL Public Image no. American Bandstand. Because <laughs> they did an American Bandstand when this record came out. And they do two songs on this. They do uh, Pop Tones and Careering. <laughs> American and- <laughs> Bandstand. It's it's great though because they were told when they got there they they thought originally they were going to play and then yeah. uh, American Bandstand said no, no. You, you're just going to lip sync and yeah. they're like what so they thought so they played the music's playing there's a bunch of mostly like teenagers Dan- trying to dance dancing and, and Johnny's not even pretending oh, to lip sync no, but he starts going and grabbing people and having them come up and dance and at yeah, first they're yeah, skittish the but United by States the end it's great you've got everyone in the audience up dancing to this crazy weird music and he's got this huge smile on his face. Moment, and uh, Dick Clark, to his credit, and, uh, rolled along he loved with it. it. He loved it. He loved it. And he said later on, he this said it was one of the greatest American band performances, band performances because they, he obviously was able to appreciate the spirit of like, okay, we we all know that this is horseshit that these people are lip syncing <laughs> right, right, on here. But that's John Lydon. And, and I just real quick before we dive into the record, I just have a quick John Lydon story that is not mine, but is Jim uh, Camacho's. We have a right. we have a local uh, brothers here, Jim Camacho and John Camacho. When I first moved down to Florida. In uh, back down to Florida in 1990, they had a band called The Goods, and legendary local South Florida band, The Goods. They were great. They were really young. They're uh, Jim's younger than me, so in uh, but just a great bunch of guys. Back then, they were very positive and up. Now they've been beaten down by life, so they're just as depressing <laughs> yeah, as the rest of us. But right. back then, they were what, just what a week. <laughs> but they were just they were so uh, just so positive and into like like rock and roll. So so uh, Jim was working for someone. And he was working a show in uh, 1989 at a club on Miami Beach called Decos, okay. and PIO was was playing. Oh my and God. he was excited because he said, "Oh, the Sex Pistols guy, this guy uh-huh. Johnny Lyon." Uh, so yeah, he yeah, sees yeah. him, and then before he's getting ready to go on, John's like backstage pacing back and forth, and this he looks eighty nine. Yes, nineteen eighty nine. Okay. He said right. he looked very intense, so he he decided not to go up yeah, and say anything to him because he looked he looked nervous. So he good goes job, out. Jim. Uh, he goes out to start. They start the people. There was a barricade, and people knocked the barricade over. Yeah. So Johnny stop. He stops it. Wait, hold on. He said, "Fix that. You're going to fix it because someone's going to get hurt." Right. He came back, and then he went backstage. So, so uh, then Jim's thinking, "Oh, well, he's he's a good guy actually because he's he was uh, he was actually worried these Mistakes people were going to get I hurt." I have made by Jim. So Camacho. they're waiting to fix the barrier. He's pacing again. <laughs> so this time, when he goes to go out again, Jim goes up to him and he says. Rock and roll. He just says right to his face, he says, rock and roll. And then John just walks past him, goes on stage. He said he starts. And then all of a sudden, he turns around. He comes back off stage to Jim. He gets in Jim's face and says, crock of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He took the... It's extra effort. <laughs> yes, to 
come back because he couldn't let the rock no, and roll. It was so fall. irritated. <laughs> John Lydon's entire career is one of irritation and his expression of of irritation. <laughs> yes. And speaking uh, of that, let's just get, let's get let's into this. Let's do it, man. Albatross. When it comes on, the first track, track one, it it just comes in. Uh, uh, this dark, doomy bassline yes. and drums <laughs> and drums. And I have heard it described as I forget one of the guys in the band. I forget what as almost being like a test. Like it was designed as a test for the listener. Yeah, if you get past like this. Because it's like 10 minutes. And it's like, yeah, all right, if it you is. get back, and it's kind it's of long. a slower thing, and it's droning. It is. And yeah. it was like a test. If you can get through it to see if you're worthy to listen to the rest right. of the record. Right, and you can, if you make it past Albatross. But now, Albatross, you realize it's just uh, kind of like opening the door to this album, the sound, and what, yes. you're gonna, what it's yeah. going to be like. Now, what do you think, uh, now, as far as the lyrics and everything, did you get... He's talking about... What's he talking uh, about? Let's um, hear it. He's he's talking about a guy. He's talking about somebody, but we don't know. You know, we 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 go. We talk about whether they're talking about somebody or some or some situation, right? They're and I, and I think there's there's a lot of songs in here that are about a specific people. I think there are too. Um, I've seen you up far too close. Getting rid an albatross is a seabird. For people who don't, you know, there are we're uh, albatross is this. Uh, uh, giant seabird and there's a they would hang an albatross around the neck of someone i i don't i I gotta investigate further and try to remember or or try to figure out why they would someone would hang an albatross around your neck but it's a phrase this to hang this giant dead seabird around your neck right is and getting rid of the albatross means you're and so it's very fitting that these lyrics is that he is Pushing away, he's he's, he's pushing slow. away. It's almost like the albatross of, of rock punk and roll and, and, and Johnny punk Rotten. and John Rotten, Johnny Rotten. Yeah, and that's what I. It's yeah, I something and very different. How uh, and like uh, but there was the also I did read something that there is a uh, old uh, a, a poem called the Rhyme Sorrow of the Ancient of Mariner. Yeah, yeah, right. And some people do uh, speculate that part of it could be there because there's an because there's some sea things mentioned in this. Yeah, yeah, there are. And there's an albatross in that poem mentioned in. Okay. That, uh, that leads them out of the ice jam where they are stuck. But even as the albatross is praised by the ship's crew, the, the mariner shoots, the, ends up shooting yeah, the bird. He right. shoots the albatross. Right, right. And, um, and <laughs> I, um, I know you very well. Yes, you are. You un- are unbearable. Um, so, Malcolm McLaren? Yes, yes, right, right. I mean, you always assume, because that's kind of his nemesis. Obviously, there are other people that... Um, Probably bug the shit out of John. Oh yeah, Lyman. I'm sure just about everyone. But bugged the shit you out know, of, uh, um, uh, but then he alternately talks about, you know, he's talking about this person and he's talking about escaping from this. He's right, riding along on the crest of the wave, getting rid of the albatross. Uh, um, run away, run away. Should I run away? Um, it's a it's a poem and it's a little bit freeform. I think he was right, improvise, right. improvising the lyrics, or he was at least uh, 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 they were you know one taking this some of this stuff. Yeah, some of it stream. Of, obviously, he was thinking about it before, but some of it is does sound very stream sure. of consciousness. But he obviously has and it's something uh, in mind. you know sh- these shards of guitar and uh, oh yeah, God that guitar sound right from the beginning. It's right from the beginning, like, he's got that he's got that uh, 
trebly but shrill. shrill but not but it's not unpleasant it's just no it, but it's, it's right at the edge of otherworldly um, it's not rock and roll no it's not rock and roll <laughs> it's he does a lot of pick sort of middle eastern things yeah he does a lot of circular things that are he does a he repeats these riffs that are uh um are m- melodic but a little bit um snarky the riffs are they're sort of intentionally like oh fuck you like a, a guitar version of John Lydon yeah exactly exactly what that's, that's right. exactly what it is so good. you know albatross it's an incredible and if you get past albatross the next track memories was a, was a single right which is side b now don't forget the originally these were yeah, records, right. so albatross right. was the whole first side, side of that little uh, record 45 and then on the other Flip side over. is Memories, Memories. Which, which has the, uh, this song really has the the bass and drums. If you listen uh, to it, you think, okay, I, now I know where Echo and the Bunnymen and Bauhaus and U2 got this, got a lot of this, this early from this song. 80s sound from. Yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's a, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a very propulsive Intense song, right? John Lydon, yeah. You make me feel ashamed at acting, acting attitudes. attitudes. Remember ridicule. It, it should, should be, be clear, clear by, by now. now. Clear um, by your now. words are useless, full of excuses, false confidence. Someone, and he says it very pointedly. Someone has used you well. Yes. Um, and then there's this on the recorded version. They there's this break in the music where the sound changes, and he says the next verse uh, 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 I could be wrong it could be hate as far as I could see clinging desperately imagining pretending no personality dragging on and on and on and on and on Uh, I think you're slightly late slightly late so he's ridiculing someone Uh, he's someone is Bullshit! Someone who's full of shit. Right. But the way that which the, to him is basically everyone. <laughs> he has a notoriously uh, acerbic demeanor. Yes. Uh, and of the of the musicians we've discussed on that record got me high. I would say he is so far the least approachable <laughs> musician. Right, right. Yeah. yeah uh, although that could change. It could change. Um, and then it switches back to this other thing. And so what I what I read about was that they had two mixes of the song. One was the seven inch single mix, and one was the mix for the album or the and that. Uh, um, but then they cut in part of the single mix into the album, which gives you this change. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's very and it's noticeable. a great it's a great dance floor song. So, some of this record is also disco. It's got right. di- a, it's right. got a dub bass. This hypnotic dub bass, this shards of guitar, and a and basically a disco beat. Yeah, so those if, kids on American Bandstand were dancing. That's to right. It. That's right. And if you put this on in a club now, someone who's never heard it would be, you know, would they, be, they, wow. They well, would, yeah, that, yeah, that's some trippy shit. It is. <laughs> it is. It's dark. It's like dark. It's also darkly psychedelic. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, so, and speaking um, of that, now we go into um, Swan Lake. Swan Lake, which is it's on this. It's called Swan Lake, yeah. but they released it as a single. Death called Disco. Death Disco. And which right. is and the lyrics are probably the darkest lyrics on the record. Yeah, because he said basically he's talking about his mom dying of cancer. Right, right. And I'm assuming that she probably died of lung cancer. Right, but she sort of told him. She said, "Why don't you write a song? Write a." T- Apparently his mom probably had the same sense of humor Personality Irish 
Right. Um, but so on, I guess they ended up for this. They called it Swan Lake because <laughs> Keith, uh, Keith, Keith Levine, Levine is sort of playing, trying swan, to play a little bit of the Swan, swan Lake. Lake. That's the riff he uses. The riff, right? And uh, he says, Lake. "I didn't get it exactly he right." He didn't get it right, right? Yeah. But Tchaikovsky's Swan Lake. Lake yeah. But they, uh, <laughs> for whatever reason, changed the name, and then uh, um, you know, the, there's some very grim. Uh, um, Never, never, no more hope away. Final in a fade. Watch her slowly die. Saw it in her eyes. Choking on a bed. Flowers rotting dead. See it in her eyes. Seen it in her eyes. Yeah. And he's singing in this this wailing that that wailing uh, manner, which is so distinctly him. Yes, right, that, right. That uh, wailing. Yes, yeah. yeah the wailing and, uh, tone, and it is. It's very. It's it's, it's it's really really cool song, but uh, it also the song grooves like you said another totally. one you could picture people dancing to it. You could, too. It's you, got oh, a oh yeah. Um, in fact, let's see. There were two singles off the record, and I think oh Death Disco was the first single, and it was it went up pretty far up the British charts right. as Death Disco. Oddly enough, it's and like then, a psychotic dance track. It is, <laughs> and then they released Memories, and it didn't do quite as well on the charts. Right, uh, but then we go into the one of the strangest. And most anti-rock and roll songs. Yeah, this song. But it's incredible. It is incredible. And I didn't realize until we're doing this now and I was studying this now. This is when I first realized. Because I always thought it was a cool sounding song. But yeah. I didn't realize the word, the lyrics. Right. What, they what he's talking about. It's, it's this song nutty. is terrifying. It is. <laughs> it's called Pop Tones. Pop Tones. And it's got more of that hypnotic, trebly guitar sound. Very hypnotic. Slow, though. But it's basically, it's sort of a story of an abduction murder. And all the while, like someone abducted and she's eventually murdered in the trunk of a car. But whoever's in the car has got the uh, cassette Okay, now I thought that it was an abduction, but she escaped. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Okay, so I think she escaped and the way... No, but someone got murdered because they got, they have the line, I can't forget the impression you made. You You left left a hole in the the back back of my head. head. I don't like. I, I think the original story was there was an abduction, and there they took this woman out in the woods. They right. were out in the woods, and they were playing this. They had this cassette in a Japanese car, right? And they had this and cassette, and they were pop, playing this, was just playing playing this, pop a, music. A, this insipid pop music right. on the in the cold in the woods, standing naked in this back of the woods. Um, I don't like like hiding in the foliage and peat. It's wet, and I'm, I'm losing, losing my, my body, body heat. And, and it's so all he's going describing up. this horrible oh thing, God. and then he'll throw in the pop tones, pop tones. like he's listening to and this you know, horrible, this is, yeah. insipid and, uh, music. But it's and it's a long song, and it um, it has this uh, guitar that's just um, circular guitar that is again that it's just it's really cool, but it also is like just a total fuck you to every rock and roll cliche and rock and roll because he's playing he's just like oh I'm gonna play this and it's it's slightly it's irritating (laughs) it is and by the way this is the song the first song the kids are dancing to on American Bandstand (laughs) (laughs) which is is lunacy it's lunacy Uh, and Dick Clark obviously had a sense of humor because to have them on and have them play pop tones and I'm sure they played a shortened version of the song on American Bandstand. There's no way they went through all, whatever, like nine minutes or right, something. Right, right. No, those. I don't think so. It sort of faded uh, out and then uh, career, uh, careering came up. But um, let's say, I think we should take a, a break now because I, I need to break and rest myself before we get into careering. careering which yeah. is another song yeah, man. that terrifies it, it, it is. Oh, I should mention there's, um, 
before we break, there is a, uh, you can find it on YouTube, there's a performance from Old Grey Whistle Test of uh, Pop Tones, and then they play Careering, and uh, which is the next song on the record we're going to talk about. And the version of Pop Tones is stunning, and so is Careering. And during Pop Tones, Lydon is wearing this long red fur coat that <laughs> lends even more of a sense of otherworldly, like, what the fuck is going on here? Nest to the song, and uh, so we'll talk about Korean when we come back. And I'm going to mention what the what the uh, the uh, the host of uh, Old Grey Whistle Death says at the end. Oh, I'll, nice. I'll, 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 I'll even bump it in because it's incredible. All right, so we'll, we'll be back. Is the most powerful performance I've ever seen on Whistle. Okay, we're back. Part two of That Record Got Me High. That's episode. Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. <laughs> and we're talking about Metal Box by Metal Box by Public Image Limited, PIL. And I had, uh, at the break, I had mentioned that there's a performance on Old Grey Whistle Test of Pop Tones and Careering, which is just incredible. And um, you can watch it on YouTube. And at the end of careering, the host, this woman, looks into the camera and <laughs> says, well, that was the most powerful performance we've ever had on Old Grey Whistle wow, Test. Right. And she looks somewhat like, like it was one of those things where you could tell she was genuinely gobsmacked by right. what and, happened. And that's and that's so telling because it's not none of these songs are things that are like no. hit you over no. the head no. or power chords or anything. No. They're just insidiously Hypnotic. like this one especially careering. I remember yes. there's a scream at the beginning of it. That <laughs> <laughs> scared the yeah, shit out of me right. when I first yeah. heard it. Yeah. And it's got these drum that, shots. That, and, and it's got a dark shots. dark dub bass line. This song bass line is very dark. that just yes. continues. That's the thing about Jaw Wobble is he's relentless. Like the, there may be two bass parts, but if there's just two, there's only two. Right. He right. is very much a dedicated, like just like a reggae bass player, where he's gonna stick to, stick in that groove, and he's just gonna just gonna hit oh, it. Oh, gonna murder it though, gonna uh, kill it. Uh, and this uh, song, and it's appropriate for it sounds like this because it's sort of about the horror of life of yeah, yeah, modern, for sure. the horror of modern life, sure. which is something like when we did uh, Radiohead, OK Computer. For this, real, yeah. This feels yeah, like yeah. a theme that they would do, just like yeah. the horrors of modern life. And a face is raining across the border. And I remember that's the first line in the song, and there's a, a line in, uh, from magazine, from the correct use of soap. Uh, uh, there was a, um, one of the... he Devoto says something about it's always oh, it's always raining over the border. Oh, so okay, okay. I'm not sure whether Devoto and Leiden are both referencing the same you know, Dostoevsky book or whatever. Right, or, right. Or, 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 or you know, um, yeah. But um, the pride of history, the same as murder. So he just gets it right out of the way. Yeah, and he just keeps going back to, <laughs> is this living? Is this living? Uh, um, he's been careering. The steady hand is planned. So that's the. Uh, I was trying to remember. That's the. Uh, the, that's a political reference there to uh, the guiding hand of the market. 
and uh, or that how the and because uh, um, they're about to get into Margaret Thatcher time in uh, at PI. When did Thatcher come to power? Same time as Reagan. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, so, right. Um, uh, behind the re- behind the reasoning, no claim for property. Both sides of the river, there is bacteria. Is this living? He's been careering, so he's making fun of a business, some some business person who's staked all of his energy into this lie. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Almost like the like the scientist, like the yeah, well-paid scientist, scientist on, from uh, uh, plastic DK's. surgery disaster. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> I think there's. I think Leiden has even less compassion for this guy than than Jello did for right. the scientist, <laughs> which is almost impossible. <laughs> but I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, um, no one should be there in this. Is this living? Uh, blown into breeze, scattered concrete, the jagged metal, bad life, manufactured. He's been careering, and then uh, um, he's got. There's a great line where he goes, "There must be meaning behind the moaning." <laughs> there must be meaning behind the moaning. Yeah, spreading maybe. tales like coffin nails. Yeah, may, maybe not. Yeah, that, it, it's a very nihilistic. It's record. a dystopian uh, poetry. It, it is, and it's not. Uh, uh, um, it's it's uh, the word that that uh, sums up this entire record is it's uncompromising. Oh, it does uh, not yes, give an, right. it does not give an inch right. in any direction that you want if you you either take it on its own terms right or don't but it's not going to suddenly become a sunny uh cheerful or accessible it's not no it's not it, it isn't this song's not going to end with da da no 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 <laughs> there's none of that Mm-mm. that's why the woman from uh old gray whistle does <laughs> because she was she like said. she didn't know what to do yeah, she was like she was just it's like somebody you know <laughs> she just looked like some she'd been she'd been you know right. stunned uh, uh literally stunned and it is it really is uh listening to this i i, uh, I, I and i encourage, would encourage everyone this, to revisit i, I revisit encourage this. them and to listen to it loud yeah. and to listen to it while you're in a bad mood because that <laughs> It's really good for that. If you're in a foul mood, this record will. You know, if you're depressed, you listen to you know uh, Joy Division. You listen right, to right, Closer right. by Joy Division. If you're in a bad, dark, funky funk, this record will will simpatico definitely, yeah, yeah. and hopefully be uh, cathartic. Cathartic, yeah, yeah right. Because it'll just make you more pissed off. Yeah, or uh, start no. a band. This sounds like PIL. Yeah, or start a band. Uh, all right, so we go. Now we're on side D. If we're doing the records, we're <laughs> right. side D, and the song "No Birds." No birds. Uh, this could be heaven. This is talking about suburbia. He just right, right, he right. rips into the, the illusion, the facade. Yeah, the, the the careful trees blending so perfectly, bland, planned, <laughs> idle luxury. Yes, right? there's great lyrics. On this a, a, a layered mass of subtle props. This. Could be heaven, mild-mannered muse, well-intentioned rules to dignify a daily code. He, he's um, Leiden is always in his his uh, persona as a, 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 a musical figure, hypocrisy, and in that way he's similar to Jello very much, where he does not he does not he will not put up with any hypocrisy and. 
probably has not made as many friends as he might have. <laughs> right. Because of, he's sort of notorious. Although he did something recently. He did like a butter commercial. Yes. And people <laughs> lost their shit because they thought, you know, he'd sold out right. or whatever. And I just think for him it's another fuck you. Oh, absolutely. He yeah. said he was yeah. thrilled that Trump got elected. He thought it was hilarious. <laughs> because, of course, he wants to see us get our... Yeah, come up <laughs> like oh, so now you're gonna feeling uncomfortable now. Yeah, huh? right, right, exactly, <laughs> right. Too bad, boo hoo hoo. Right. He, he, yeah, this is not a comfortable record. It doesn't. It's not. And this, but this song also has another one with a great drum and bass yeah. groove yeah, in this yeah, song yeah. with the and the guitar, the guitar, is guitar again, the, the circular, like you said before, the circular riffing. That is just so not like anything else. Right. He just started doing something and he he goes for it and very convincingly and in a and you go, Oh, is that is that is that the guitar part? Oh yeah, that's the guitar part, and he's gonna play that <laughs> through the whole right. thing. And um it works. The prob the problem for for with all of this is that it works. Yes. It really and I don't think they were able to capture that. In fact, I know before their next album, um, uh, uh, um, Flowers of Romance. Flowers of Romance. Wob- ja Wobble had split. He, he had right. left. Yeah. And so there's no bass on, or there, only one song has right. bass yeah. on Flowers of Romance. <laughs> and then Ja Wobble went to make a solo record, uh, 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 um, Betrayal. Yeah, which is really cool. It's it, a cool record. It is, and it grows on you. At first, you listen to it, you're like, ah, oh, this is... It's yeah. so weird, but it's really good. It's really cool. He's a got, talented dude. Man. It, it, it is. He's just still alive, thankfully. <laughs> Wobble is. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Actually, I did see... Aren't the him... I think him and Keith... Are doing something because they're doing. They might be playing uh, Metal Box or something, but just like a, a different version. I just read something. Oh, that'd that be worth seeing. Because yeah. Jawwobble has some so, some other solo stuff. Invaders of the Heart. Some of it is, is frankly is incredible, and I I never I hadn't paid any attention to it until recently because I'm not, you know, hip to all things. Yes. Stuck it on, put it on on Spotify. This like compilation of Jawwobble stuff. And I was like, holy crap. And my wife was like, what's this? I know. <laughs> and I was like, it's Jaw Wobble. She's like, I-, I can't believe we've never heard this. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, no birds. So, this could be heaven. Obviously, he's being sarcastic. Oh, yeah. Mild-mannered muse. <laughs> yeah. And then Graveyard, uh, it's the next, next tune, which would be side. Was that a, uh, was it a switch it's of side? Second, no, this is the second song on side D. Side D. <laughs> and it's an instrument. It's a short. It's one of the shortest ones on the record. Right. It's only three minutes. And it's an instrumental, very shrill. Yes. Very shrill instrumental. And it's probably the worst sounding thing on the record. Yeah, and right, now, right. I read, I, you know, the thing is, especially Johnny Lydon, when he's says something doesn't necessarily mean he's telling you the, no. the truth no. so he said that they spent all their budget on the packaging right. so they couldn't afford to mix the yeah, record right. the they were going mixed, right that they're right which i don't know it's and hard. if they were recording like other people they would have to wait for other people to leave the studio and then At they would night, sneak they in they record in the middle of the night right, yeah. right and just whatever they put down on tape that was it and and uh, it's a lot of it's not mixed but I don't know. Maybe that's true for some of it. I mean, but it's there still- are some monitor. There's some things he, he said. What he kept saying. What he said in the interviews. Oh, they're basically they're like monitor mixes. Well, if right, you look right, on YouTube, right. there are some. There's some fanatics out there who've got access to um, the the cassettes or whatever from you know how stuff leaks out. And it does have some things that are like a couple of things that say monitor mix. 
and they do sound less mixed than the album. And there's there's reverb on some things, right. and there's some uh, that are that's on the album that are not on these. But basically, they, they didn't do a lot of. I think the things that are overdub, and I, we should we didn't we haven't talked about the synthesizer at all. Oh yeah, which that's is right. A, because a, there's not just a guitar. Uh, darn, on this record. And actually, as the record goes on, there's more, more synthesizer. synthesizer coming in until finally at the end. I think it's. But this it, is not uh, Keith Emerson playing no. synth. <laughs> in fact, it's it adds the it's a, a, a I think it's I remember looking at their rig. It's like an Oberheim synthesizer, and it's used to make these very. Um, they're not, they're not shrill tones. They're just in strange industrial. Right. It, it reminds me of Perubu stuff. It Perubu does. would yeah, do with for their sure. keyboards too, and which they were not... doing actually before this. So right. they actually, yeah, yeah. They actually, uh, David Maimon, I think, what was that? No, Al, uh, Alan Ravenstein was there. Uh, okay, okay. The keyboard player, the guy who, and he would play. He would just make noise. And Eno, of course, in right, Roxy. Right. So they're all sort of, you know. So they were still, but you could tell they, uh, they were still new. Uh, synthesizers yeah. were pretty new. Mm -hmm. So they were using it and they were experimenting with it. But um, sometimes it's hard to tell. Is that a synthesizer or a, a guitar or his and guitar? It's, and it's these sort of um, washes of. Um, not of not notes, just sound. Right, and it's crazy because this was 1979, and yeah. some of it still sounds modern. It now. does, yeah, oh yeah. It doesn't. It's not a. <laughs> it's not. It's not a. It's not. Some records, the sound will date the record, but no, because of the way this was recorded, yeah. and it, it it's sounds of its own time. It is. It's yeah. All so, right, so uh, we go now. We're on side E, <laughs> the suit, the suit, which is definitely someone. And, yes, and, and right. in fact, even someone the Wikipedia article <laughs> talks about. I think it was Levine says, "Oh, that he, you know, this was I, I, I like this song the least because he knows the person that that Lydon was oh, okay, okay. pissed off at and writing this about." And this and this song has a different sound than a lot of the things on it because it's more dry, especially the beginning. It is, it's very yeah. dry. The dry vocals and they're more spoken vocals so it it's is. not like the wailing uh, vocals on this it's more like him talking uh, and he says we see you climbing improving the effort wearing my suit it, it is, is your, your character, character. <laughs> and he sings in a very snide way oh yes perfume aerosols um tennis on tuesday the ladder is long He's uh, football on Sunday, society boy. Yeah, he definitely knows this person and yeah, dislikes this, this them. This is literal. This song is more literal. He wants about them, someone. He wants them to know. Yeah, that they're and someone conforming, like just again against yeah, uh, yes. conformity. He was a big. Uh, he 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 wasn't big on conformity. You know, right? Don't and if conform. you right, if you there's videos of him even from the time there was an interview. In I guess NME or one of those, and they were talking about they were they had gone to his house, Lydon's house, and he was it was like in the morning, and he was drinking cans of drinking beer out of cans, and he would finish the can and toss it in, you know into the fire unlit fireplace, which was filled <laughs> with beer cans. So, uh, um, and at the at, at towards the end of this, you could hear this uh, piano noodling, yeah, and apparently that's him, that's Lydon, John Lydon messing around in, in the, the studio, piano, yeah. Uh, I don't think this record took very long to make. 
No, I, no, right. Because they didn't, I mean, they basically put stuff down and then they put it out. Whatever they yeah, got down, right. they put down. It was, which uh, is amazing when you think about it because it's just, it's, it, these are guys, they, they've already been, they were playing together. Uh, one song, I forget what song, but the drummer kind of just came in and they said, all right, just play. And they yeah. record them and they played. That was and it. That, that was yeah. it. Yeah. But didn't um, either, didn't Wobble say that he redid some of the drums? Like, this, I think there's a couple, you know, I got to go back and read, but. The drum, the drummer in PIL was fluid for the drum. Whoever the drummer is on this record is. What was that? What was the last record where it was produced by either? Oh, this or this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows who played it? Yeah, right. Somebody's there. Um, it, it is fluid, right? It's fluid, definitely. And um, and uh, all right, so we go into the second song on side E, which is "Bad Baby." Right. And this song, I don't think it has uh, guitars in it at all. It's just no. basically bass, drums, and synth. Yes. And uh, nearly 10.30, I'm rising early. I've got an eye to, to buy, buy the, the best, best before the rush. Someone someone left, left a baby, baby in the car park. Now, did you read, Keith Levine says that this song is about him. Really? Because he said his nick, he had a nickname at the time of Bad Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Which he did live up to. Yes. So he, yeah. Surprise, shockingly, these guys at many times did not get along. That, no. That good. Well, there was very strong personalities. Right, right. Who so just happened to manage to tolerate each other long Right, time. right. So apparently, yeah, Keith Levine is the, ba- is bad, the bad baby. baby. He did some, he had some, uh, he was, he left the band uh, after having picked up a, one of those rock and roll habits. Oh. Yeah. That uh, um, which, you know, he's still alive though. And in fact, there's a there's a video on YouTube from a few years back where he is playing the song "Public Image," which is the trip song off their first album, which is you know the 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 uh, alternative rock 101. Yeah, anthem. song everyone song everyone knows everyone knows. And you he's playing it with Lydon NPIL, and he does he's playing it exactly like oh, nice. he did. Okay. Apparently, he was a stickler about actually playing the stuff the way it was supposed to be played. So once he put it down, he wasn't fucking around. He was actually, okay, that's the part, and I'm going to go and play it. Um, Don't you listen. Someone is calling. Don't you listen. He's haranguing and whining in this song. (laughs) Right. Uh, uh, Or or, or, uh, sing-songy sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, Irritant, you know. <laughs> Which he's really good at. He's really good. <laughs> he is. And then uh, th- we go into the instrumental. We go. Well, this is the lad. Now this is side F in on the on the on the actual Metal Box record. They sort of put these last three songs yeah. together on right. side F. And the first one, yes, is the instrumental called Socialist. Socialist. Which and- we don't know whether he's c- making fun of a social. I'm assuming that he's, as usual with Leiden, he's d- expressing disdain for somebody or something right uh, but it's 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 a great it's got a great groove and an this, incredible yeah. drumming incredible drumming this song has that real motoric uh propulsive. drumming sound yeah, it propulsive, does and a great bass line uh, uh and a, this uh synth the synthesizers using this uh thing called sample and hold which is he actually uh references sample sample and hold is, a, is actually a knob or a button Pardon me, my, one of my bandmates is a is a synthesizer fanatic, and he's gonna oh, I'm gonna be upbraided right. for not getting this exactly right. But sample and hold <laughs> would be a knob or a setting on a synthesizer, and it it 
has this repetitive sort of thing. Oh, right, right. He references right. the the word sample and hold in, uh, um, I think, I think in careering. He talks about sample and hold, or maybe it's in the suit. Uh, and so he's actually referencing the the knob on the synthesizer oh, nice. in the okay. lyrics. But in Socialist, the synthesizer's doing do-do-do. It's got this... Uh, and I'll confess that as a teenager... Like a sequencer? Almost like a sequence? It's like a sequence, thing? except it's not sequencing it's notes. Not. It's just a tone. It's just moving through a series of, of different tones. Right, right. And as a teenager, I did find this when I first got this record. I probably got it when whenever second edition came out in the U.S., maybe 81, 80, I don't know, 81. Right. And... I remember being a lot of the record. I was intimidated by it. I was like, I really didn't know what to yes, do with it. Yeah. <laughs> but socialist had a really cool groove, and there was no lyrics, and Leiden was not whining and haranguing. Right. So you and so you could just put socialist on and be oh, like, yeah, oh, okay, right, I'm cool, rocks. right, I'm cool, right, I'm listening to this, yeah. But and now cool. you know I, I, it's still a great song. It is but. great. And then uh, it goes into chant. Oh, the next man. one, which is this Brutal. is the frantic, the most frantic song yeah. on the record, yeah. and unrelenting. And, yes, unrelenting. And through it, they, he's saying this chanting thing, which is mob, mob war, war, kill, hate, <laughs> and it just goes on and on. Mob war, kill, hate, mob. Uh, only a gimmick. Pointed fingers. Never more serious sight. Wouldn't waste the effort on entertainment. Out of control. Mob running wild. Side of London that the tourists never see. <laughs> right, right. And so he just. Uh, uh, and it, it's relentless, and it's probably the least listenable song on the record. Like, if you wanted to put the, a song on where pe- to get make people go, okay, yeah, yeah, clear the party, you know, the clear the room, almost, party's almost over. Irritating to the point of being irritating. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's intentionally irritating. You want to clear, <laughs> right? Party's over, folks. You put on, uh, <laughs> put on the, this or Metal Machine music, or you put on, you know, Trot Mask Replica. I actually got thrown out of a frat party one time for playing uh, 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 "Moving to Florida" by the Butthole Surfers. <laughs> You got thrown out of a frat party? For I that? did. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. That's Take your of, shit and get out of here. That's a badge of honor. It is. Yeah, yeah. So, and the final song on the record? Radio 4, which I really like this. It's this beautiful. It's pretty. And this is all <laughs> Keith is. Levine. Yeah. And it's funny because if you hear the bass, you think, oh, that's Shaw Wobble. But yeah. no, Keith said he was just trying, trying to play. I was trying to play like, like what, what would Lot Wobble play? Like Wobble. And uh, yeah, it's very pretty, very musical. And again, very. Uh, a futuristic sounding yes. with the synth- almost uh, like a, would fit right in the um, Blade Runner soundtrack, the original yeah, Blade Runner, something like that. Or remind me of you know the uh, Clockwork Orange soundtrack. Yeah, sure. Yes. Wendy Carlos. Yeah, that type of, of thing. And it's and it's uh, yeah, it's really good. And it's, it's really cool. it's great. And and it's new romantic because the, the yeah, new sure. romantic thing came later it in the eighties. And not I'm that much you, later, though. Pretty not that sad. much later, but I'm telling you, this record was so influential. It had everybody that heard, heard this record this. either like took it and immediately threw it away, or right. was or was influenced <laughs> by it because it is uh, it does not um, leave you un unmarked in some way or another. No, no. Um, and it's uh, you know, it's um, frankly, it's it's one of my. It's it's one of my favorite records of all time, and and we've done some records so far that I would put in that category, but this one really, yeah. say you know, it's not, I told I've told Rob some of the albums we've done, our 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 
episode about it would probably might be you know the last, the last time, time I'll listen to the record. <laughs> you listen to it a lot and you're like, okay, so yeah, we yeah. covered that. I got it. Not, not, not this, not, not this record. This no. one I can continue to go well, back every to. Every time I feel like every time I revisit it, I get you a little get more something out of more. it. Yeah, yeah it's one of those. It's, there's a lot the in there. It's like a, a nuclear record. reactor. So that's it. We did Metal Box. Metal Box PIL. PIL. And, uh, John Lydon and uh, Keith Levine, Jal Wobble, Martin Atkins. Feel free to, uh, to uh, you know, tell us <laughs> what what do we get wrong. But uh, Yeah. I'm, people don't, I guess, you know, people do message us mainly on Facebook. They but, do. So they don't, we'll give out, the email is yeah. TRGMH. TRGMH33 at gmail.com. So email us if you, but it's fine messaging us on Facebook. And I want to, I do want to say one thing before we talk about next week's uh, uh, upcoming uh, victim, (laughs) musical victim, is that if you do like the show, please share it with on Facebook or share it on, on you know so, social media so that we can uh, yeah, uh, tell people word, word irritate more is, people is word of best. mouth yeah, that's we, right you we're know all about the irritation. there's these idiots in Florida you should hear <laughs> their drunken opinions yes will you make you you know you'll pull off the road and you know scream at, at the radio <laughs> so Rob is uh, he's uh, on deck for next week. For next week. And Barry, all I got to say is you better have a lot of ink in your printer when you print out the lyrics. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we're going down the dirty boulevard that oh, is yeah. New York by Louie. Right. That's right. The album New York. And it was hard. I, I went through th- th- two other Louis yeah. uh, records thinking of yeah. doing. I was thinking, oh, should we do Transformers? Yeah. Should we do Street Asshole? Yeah. But something about New York, it's just, it's very... Well, it's him. It's it's very him. It's New, it's New York. It's Dense. Yeah. It's got a lot going on, but it's but it is really good. There's a, there's a lot to grab onto. There's a lot to talk about. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's one of his peaks. He had a few peaks, but New York is definitely one of his. Uh, one yeah, of his yeah. Peaks. This is 1989. I think he came after a couple of records where he sort of like wasn't. It sort of seemed a little like he was losing it a little. Yeah. Or, and then uh, yeah, this one really just sort of. Put him like uh, on notice with everyone said, "Oh, okay, Lou Reed still back. got it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still got it. Which he did. He, he, he got it throughout his whole career until he died. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, a cantankerous. Uh, oh right, <laughs> right. Well, that's too. why yeah. we said John. You know, it's the least approachable. Um, I think <laughs> thus far, <laughs> thus far, someone on my Facebook feeds, a Boston musician that. Uh, I think a member of Big Dep- Dipper, who also is. Uh, uh, they were telling stories about. Lou Reed on Facebook a few years ago, and uh, um, it was Gary from Big Dipper. I said, "Oh, nice." Said they were. <laughs> so they walked up to Lou in a club. He was going to play playing somewhere in a club, and they said, "Oh, hey, Lou, how's it going?" And they, after they walked past, he goes, "Hey, like he fucking knows me," <laughs> which is a badge of honor, of course, because yeah. being in you know the only. What was it? Uh, the guy from Sire, Seymour Stein. The quote about someone said on Facebook about Seymour Stein was the Lou, only person I never heard Lou Reed say anything bad about. <laughs> right, the only one. So that's it. Next week we got New York Lou Reed. Uh, this is that record got me high. That's Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. We'll see you guys next week. Take it easy. On the mean streets. A small kid stands by the Lincoln Tunnel. He's selling plastic roses for a buck. Traffic's backed up to 39th Street. The TV whores are calling the cops out for it. But back the Wilshire. 
Page your sister dreaming. He's found a book on magic in a garbage can. He stares at the pictures, looks up at the cracked ceiling. Says, by the count of three, man, I wish I could disappear. 